Hello, hello, and welcome to my very first podcast episode. Welcome to On Point. Guys, I'm so excited for this. I'm such a talker. Everybody in my life knows it. You guys know it already if you watch my YouTube videos or literally anything of me. Um, so yeah, I just feel like this is going to be the perfect outlet for me. Um, and for this very first episode, I wanted to bring on my very own sister. Yes, she is my real sister, Zoe, Zolita. Um, it's funny because a lot of people just think I call her sis or like sister online, but they're like, what? You're actually sisters? Because if you don't know already, my sister is a pop star, <laughs> Zolita. Um, she is just the best person I know and I thought she would be perfect to bring on for the first episode because if you don't know me already then she can help you guys get to know me a little bit because we're going to be talking about our childhood, how our childhoods were different, um, trauma that we had that like is taken into our life now and I just think she's the perfect person to like help you guys understand me. So that is that and it's gonna be so fun. I literally can't wait to sit down and talk with her because I already know it's gonna go on forever and she has so many good things to say. So without further ado, welcome my sister Zoe. As I said before, Zoe is just the best sister in the world. She's also the most hardworking person I know. She's a pop star. She edits, directs, films, does all, all the stuff. And I'm just so honored to have her on my podcast as the first guest. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I think it's just great to have you on the podcast first because she can help you guys better understand me, our childhood together. We're going to talk about trauma. We're going to talk about just all the things that have led up to who we are today. And yeah, so I guess the first thing I wanted to talk about with you is how you think our childhoods were different because Zoe's six years older than me and my brother is five, so it's pretty apart. You guys grew up together and then it was me much later Yep, is like the basic idea. So how do you feel like our childhoods were different? I mean, you essentially got five years less of what I got yeah. um, of a childhood. I had like very stable household for my full 18 years living there, um, you know, never had to move. And mom and dad were both still together when I went to college. And you basically all of that cut, got cut short when you were 13. So I think that's kind of that's the biggest way that I see that our childhoods um, differed. And you just had to go through like a lot more stuff that people don't really go through at that age. And you were kind of forced into independence much faster. Yeah. Um, yeah, for like an overview of basically very short, we grew up in this house in Calabasas together. Magical place. Magical place. We loved it. Um, and then Zoe left to college. Max left. And I, when we were 13, my parents sold the house. They got divorced. Me and my mom moved to New York. I didn't talk to my dad for years. And now we're here. Insane. No. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, that's what she's trying to say is like, you had that high school experience of having mom and dad. I just did not get that. No. So, and you didn't like also just having a stable a, a home to go home to, home to. You yeah. Know? Like you had that one year in New York. And then when you came back to California, you were bouncing in between family friends for two years and like didn't have your own home to go home to. And I, I feel like that obviously rubbed off in a lot of ways on just like your friendships and like. Yeah. So how you do know. you think like right now in our life we're different because of that? Because of our childhoods? Mm hmm. Ooh, I mean, I think I just see it like rub off in your like in your life a lot more. Like I don't have the same like fear of abandonment and, and rejection, I think. Right. As you do. Um, and also the feeling of like your space is like so my space is important to me, but yours is another level of like you need to uphold very specific boundaries and things need to be in a very specific way. Yeah, it's because true. Because you didn't get to have that. It wasn't in your control. So now that you finally can, you're like, this is my space. And as long as this is OK, I will be OK. Like, yeah. I see that. Um, like just I needed that stability now. Yes, now that I have it in my yes. life, I protect it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, like still, I mean, it's still sad. Even um, 
though I had it until I was 18, like to not be able to go home to like a childhood home for holidays or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, to not have that is still sad and, and hard sometimes. But I think I definitely have also like my home space also is like the coziness of it and like having it be a space that everyone comes to and like having my house be the host place like be Be the the host host. it's like keep control kind of exactly it's like i'm gonna make this so homey you're gonna make what you what you had and what what was lost and i think it's interesting because at least for me i remember when everyone would ask me what's important to me it's like family number one like it was just such a protected thing and i never thought in a million years that ours would would split apart the way that it has done and that it like would be the most Ugh, crazy thing ever um which that, is really sad but like i feel like we me and you through everything that's happened me and zoe like zoe is just my guardian angel like she's like a mo- secondly second motherly figure to me like she's always protecting me and that's something i did want to touch on too is that we've never had sister like jealousy or never. competitiveness like i can't believe people when they're like oh i don't like my sister and this and that and yeah it really blows my mind when i hear about someone who has an older sister who was mean to them yeah like how could you be an older sister have a little sister and not want to literally just like shower them with love and affection and give them everything that you didn't have like yeah, that's a doll yeah yes it's I, a literally doll. i always say that like, <laughs> luna was like my little doll I would like teach her songs and like oh, re- yeah. record her on garage band yes and, like, <laughs> she, oh my god the amount of things i wish i could insert right now like i remember when dream girls came out yes zoe like made me cover um listen listen, listen. i was like listen like i was going crazy <laughs> I was ripping it up and i like recorded it on a cd and like gave it to mom and dad yeah like, yeah she was yeah. like luna tonight we're not eating the bolognese because we're both going vegan today i'm yeah. like oh yeah, yeah, yeah like it was just me following her it was I us against her. the world yeah and i looked up to you i mean i still do are you serious like out of everyone in my life zoe is just the most hardworking person but i always looked up to you in so many ways and you were always ahead of the trends like always oh, thank you you really were it's i love when i show you a song and you're like eh you're like kind of like okay and then literally like two months later you're like blasting it i do that all it's so embarrassing <laughs> that's such a classic older younger sister it dynamic is, though. It that's is. I'm such like, a classic joke but yeah i feel like having a little sister especially like six years is, is a big enough difference where like for the first part of your life it was very like you were my little sister and i was like mm-hmm. taking you on sister dates and like taking you to the american girl place or taking you to bj's to get a bazooki or whatever all the stuff that i wish i got to do um more of and and then like giving you for Christmas, like a feminist T-shirt, and, yes. like rookie mag, and like yes. trying to like get you in on that early. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I feel like once you were honestly, probably when you, like after New York, maybe around like four, fifteen, sixteen, I feel like you are, were forced to be an adult so fast that it yeah. felt like our relationship already at that point was like, oh, you're my equal. Like I could, right. I could bring you. Like when you came and visited me in New York when I, yeah, that year when I was living, uh in the east we village already just like best were, friends yeah yeah we could do everything together I could anyway take you out. i could do we yeah. yeah literally do anything yeah no that's that yeah i know um do you feel like in your childhood with mom and dad because i think about it a lot i just can't remember a time when they were together like i have one memory in my head and it's like us getting a christmas tree and they were making out in the car and that's the only time i feel like I've, i know affection of them which is sad and i know you probably have way more memories, memories of them of that do you? I don't have a lot of memories of affection. I think I the things think that were like yeah, that, the stuff that sticks out. Maybe when I see video home videos now, I'm like, oh my god, they're cute. Like yeah. they were cute at one point. They but, were, but they were. Uh, they're were really cute. <laughs> but but um, I feel like no, I'm I'm more so have memories of the like bickering mm-hmm. and like once in a while the big fights. But yeah, I feel like just a lot of like misunderstanding each other a lot really just i mean looking now i'm like how were they together oh my god you guys are polar polar opposites opposites which is good sometimes but like my mom's a disco queen and then dad is a banjo bluegrass loving like and my mom's like loves control and my Mm -hmm. dad also like i don't know it's just like i can't imagine them together no i can't imagine i don't know i just wanted to ask because I remember in my elementary school, because I've been thinking about this a lot, it's like, why do I act out in the way that I do in relationships? And obviously all of that comes from childhood trauma and stuff. And I was talking with my therapist about it and she was like, oh, in elementary school, like, did you feel neglected? Like, or like in your younger years? And I was like, honestly, yeah, like neglect is a very big word, but my my parents are amazing parents. Like they raised us I mean, yeah. and we'll get into that, but I did like childhood for the 13 yeah. years that it was like good. It was Amazing. so good. Yeah. Christmases were magical. Like 
they loved us and that's Supported not even all a question in my mind like yeah. they loved us and love us still but i remember they so they worked together in a business my mom is a designer she had a children's line called luna luna and my dad did like the business side of it which yeah never get into business with your partner yeah no especially in the home yeah in the home so it was in the garage they and they had people come daily to come literally there was employees like four employees that would come to the house yeah they never left work and also the fashion industry is so brutal and so stressful already like dad was downtown every day in the the garment district yeah and to have that stress in the house and never leave the house is no, it's, crazy. It's crazy. And I know for me, like at the time when you were in college, Max was gone. I like they would do anything to get me out of the house because they needed to work, which I get. But I would like come to the garage and they're like, Luna, come on, like we can't right now. Or, and so I had to go entertain myself. I'd like play with things, dolls and whatever by myself. And because I didn't have a sibling or mm-hmm. anyone in my age like to do that with. And then it'd be like, oh, Luna, you're going to Camp Calabasas after school, which is like the worst thing ever because everyone gets out of school and then you go to the other building and you're there till like you're seven. Still at school. It's not fun. You're there till seven. Yeah. I remember getting lice. I was like, oh my God. Like, I think for me at that time, I. I felt that neglect of like abandonment of like wanting to be important. I would go to this, the office every day with like a bloody nose because I wanted to go home, like anything to get attention. And that turned into me being like the school mean girl, which is crazy to think about. But like genuinely in fifth grade, you guys, I had something called like the Luna show. <laughs> every Friday, I'd like make all my friends sit and watch me like perform. And then I'd choose my best friend of the week. And then like girls would write into me, be like, oh, well, can I have lunch with you guys today? And I'd be like, sorry, no, we're full. Like, you can't. And I'd be sent to the principal's office. Like, it was so bad. And I'm not that girl. It's just crazy to think that I ever was, but like it was completely out of attention. I just needed attention. Yeah. So bad. It is so crazy to, to remember you in, uh, in that way. Like, I don't remember that part yeah. because I just like it's you were, so yeah. not, it's, but it's also so not you. You. It's I know. just like when you look at you now, obviously, yeah, sometimes it, I feel like we've said before, like, thank God you went through. I mean, obviously, it's a lot of shit that you went through, but no, no, I it has that. made you I who you that. are. Yeah. Like, I, so after that, I got whipped away to New York. You were out of the bubble. Yeah. I mean, we were grew up in Calabasas where at our school it was like 90 something percent. No, white. for real. There's, like, it there was, was so maybe white. like in a school of 2,000 people, like f- five, five, five kids. kids. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was complete bubble and i had no idea i had no idea how lucky i was and even at the time when like our family lost money and like we went to new york to live in this apartment which was a luxury apartment and i was like oh my god i have to share a room with my mom like oh my god we're poor all like and then you go and like i'm talking to these kids in my school and they're like they have families of eight and they all live in like it's just like yeah it was really really good for me but anyway (laughs) <laughs> and also just like the independent like living in new york when you're 13 like taking you were taking like three subway lines to get to your school mm-hmm. like that it like forces else you were working at brandy melville I know, I you was. were 14 <gasps> that was yes. illegal like you were no, literally 14 key, years old low-key working and, for nine dollars an hour or something yeah no like, nine dollars an hour yeah for real that's crazy like, I had, like you, a break to eat a banana like yeah yeah you were forced into independence in a very fast way and then also just like forced to grapple with a lot of adult stuff very fast because obviously you and mom were just like like to, it was you and mom against the world right. suddenly but that meant that you were like taking on a lot of like you were hearing about a lot of the stuff she was going through and it was like it's heavy stuff yeah yeah so it was you rough. were kind of thrown into that yeah When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I bring all that stuff up because I think now in relationships, this is what I'm talking to my therapist about, is like that fear of abandonment, that like fear of neglect, the, oh, they're they're walking away from me. They didn't ask me to come to this or this or it's like all stems from that. And I want to know, is there anything in your childhood like mm-hmm. trauma or anything that happened that you think you bring out in your relationships? So I don't think there's... I. Have- but thinking about this, I'm like, I don't think there's necessarily things in my childhood that I remember that 
um, have really affected my relationships. I guess maybe the, my first several relationships, I was really, really bad at communicating because that was, I mean, mom and dad just did not communicate. Like, mm-hmm. that's why I think everything just fell apart because anytime they had anything, like anything was wrong, they would not talk about it. They would just like build it up until they would explode. But so I feel like I was like that um, in my first few relationships and I've really worked on on not being like that and on communicating better. But um, the thing that I think that has affected me the most in relationships is like, because, and this is literally the most cliche child of divorce thing ever, but I think everything ends eventually. <laughs> I feel the same way. Literally. I'm I like, do. well, like, like how, can't, nothing lasts forever. Are a you successful marriage? Are you kidding? That seems, like, that seems impossible like, to me. I will be getting divorced probably. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to. in my head. But, yeah. I was telling, telling someone this yesterday. They're like, don't say that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just the way I feel. Like yeah. when people are like, yeah, my parents have been in love for this many years. They're still together. They just like are so in love. I'm like, what? I'm like, no chance yeah, they're I'm in like, love. Yeah, right. There's no way. <laughs> but yeah. So that's, that's interesting. But that's the That's the one thing that it's funny when I you can cut this out but when I was talking to Liz about what we were talking about mm-hmm. and I said that she was like I feel like that's the biggest thing that you but you've been affected by oh is, interesting it's like you I, you have a very big overwhelming sense of like everything ends eventually that I have that no that, that oh, I have you that yeah, yeah you do you do um and I just think like everyone I don't know I'm like everyone cheats eventually especially like all just all the people all like the older relationships around us and I even hear I stories mom will tell us stories now about like you know what about happened? adults we grew up around yeah that we didn't know stories these stories at the time but like yeah all of them like cheating around yeah. and like doing <laughs> really really fucked up shit i know it's like i mean but even living life now as we do we know like there's no i mean it just it, that shit happens and you yeah. like work you gotta whatever yeah yeah but that's just crazy so yeah you think that's what you bring out i think that's what what comes out um yeah i feel like that's the main the main stuff yeah for you main i don't know i feel like for you a lot of what you bring into a relationship comes from your past trauma of relationships. Like you literally yes, went through a relationship, yes. got cheated on five times. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, crazy shit that like, totally. oh my God, how do you even totally? It's like, how do you work through that? I also sometimes think I'm like queer relationships in and of itself. It's like, they're going to look so different than um, it's going to look so different than what I grew up with around. Right. Like we're like creating our own set of rules almost. And yeah. so I feel like that makes so much more sense that, Instead of stuff from childhood coming up, it is really like my past queer relationships that right. are really, really shaping yeah. me. And like, yeah, I feel like after you get like lied to and cheated on in such a crazy way, it's like I I'm still working through. I, I had an anxious attachment for so long. Mm-hmm. And, and um, finally, I feel secure. But like the, the anxious side can still pop up and just like the little list of triggers, just things that remind you of a past relationship. Yeah. And stuff, You'd say but. you're you're an anxious attachment style? I, I think I'm like, that's my baseline. And mm-hmm. right now I'm secure. I think every relationship brings a different one yeah, out of you. A hundred percent. But I think, I don't think I've ever really been avoidant. Yeah. Um, Never no. have I been avoidant. <laughs> I, like I was just saying this the other day. I'm like, I can't imagine people that are like, oh, I'm fear of commitment. Like, no. I've never had yeah. that. Like I, I had that for all those years after my relationship. But right. That was for That's a reason. different. It's like it wasn't, trauma that from wasn't, like yes, I was like mechanism. It's like oh, I can never let anybody in again. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm definitely anxious attachment. Yeah, but. That's another thing I didn't want to go into is your coming out story. Yes. Um, because you came out when you already are left to college. Yeah, yeah. I came out literally my first week at so NYU. When did you know? So I knew probably when I was like 16, so junior year of, of high school. And I feel like so many queer people have the like, oh, I knew since I was six, like I've always known, but I did not have that. I just yeah. didn't think I was that interested in crushes or, or boys. I was like, I would hook up with boys just to tell my friends that I did it. Um, and I was very, this is such a classic thing, I think. Um, I was just like, oh, I'm just studious and I'm just really hardworking. And yes. I just like, I focus on photography. Like I'm <laughs> way too focused on my career. Like I don't like, I'm just not interested in no. boys. And I just thought like, maybe that'll come later. Maybe that interest will come later. Right. But, um, but yeah, but I realized with watching Glee, Britanna mm-hmm. helped me realize that I, that I was like, oh, that's what I want. Like seeing like two femme girls, just like that representation um, really like clicked something in me and then I knew that I was going to NYU at that point and I was like well why would I I'm, why would I come out here in Agora where there's literally still there's just one uh, lesbian and one out gay guy and they were just like 
the perfect cliches of of what right. you know stereotypes of what they were like why would i and it still wasn't that even though it was california like still was not that it was, it was just getting legalized it was just getting legalized. Time. yeah and it just was still like used lesbian was a slur like yeah i was like well why don't i just i'm just gonna come out when i go to nyu and my first week there i like had a crush on a girl like fell for this girl super hard and had my first like girl experience and everything and then she just like iced me out immediately and I was so sad and uh and I was on the phone with mom and then mom was like literally I was like mom I'm in a funk I don't know and mom goes who is she <laughs> so I didn't even it's have like to a movie have a, line yeah, literally a literally a movie I wonder what, what, from her perspective if you asked when did she know that because people told her I think I don't know actually I haven't talked to her too much about it except for she did say like her she has a gay best friend um from denmark and he said when i was when he came and visited once and i was 14 i think he was like do you i think your daughter is gay and i I don't know if she like bought it into it fully but i don't know when i look back i'm like how did they not know i took a girl to prom you guys yeah. like <laughs> yeah. i literally all my photographs were so gay like girls were. were girls were kissing in them yep. like and like they would be helping me like i know i know i know <laughs> i know I'm like come on like are yeah. you, they i mean they had to have yeah no i mean mom and dad are were very open and i'm really glad that they raised us like creatively oh my god because they're they're european they're both very foreign both have accents we're raised very european Mm -hmm. um but like i love the fact that in their heads they never had this plan for us like american dream and college and and this and that and like i think that for, for at least for me yeah I, I really loved that creative freedom and obviously for oh my you, god it's like, yeah can you imagine growing up like we never got grounded no never no they never. literally like mom would use like you're gonna be grounded like or i'm no, grounding she, she you and then she wouldn't follow up on anything no, like, no idea she probably just saw it in a movie once <laughs> literally like, they also just didn't i feel like sometimes i look at parents and kids and they're all in on this kid and they know their schedule and they know their mm-hmm. teachers of third period and what time and, and what to pack in their dance bag and stuff they didn't know we, shit oh my god are they you kidding me no shit yeah <laughs> are you kidding me <laughs> nothing i'd have to tell them where i need to be at what time what i need everything yeah everything it was so i, w- I would be like mom like i'm taking a- a- all ap classes this year and she's like cool yeah like, what is that like okay <laughs> exactly and i know like at our brother's first basketball game like he shot on the wrong hoop and they were like Whoa! and they were like whoa because they don't know anything about sports <laughs> it's actually really cute like i no, love that no, trajectory I love of life like it's very innocent and it sweet is very and innocent. like this is a funny really uh good telling of like how my mom was when i got my license when i was 16 um my mom was like so will you go to trader joe's and get me a bottle of wine and i was like mom i can't i'm not 21 and she's like really come on yeah <laughs> come on <laughs> <laughs> yeah they should just they don't just don't get it no no yeah but yeah so we but also but i feel like honestly yeah very very grateful for mm-hmm. that especially it worked for us like having that kind of freedom and having not really a lot of like rigid structure like worked yeah. for us because we are already internally both of us so controlled yeah like we have to create our own control and we are very very like robot energy yeah. like yeah. gotta get to the to the goal mm-hmm. and um so I think that that the way that they raised us really worked for the both of us. It did. It's made us like achieve the things that we've achieved because yeah. we've always, you know, a hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Just like being self sufficient and capable. I feel like there's some people around me in my life that I'm like, oh my god, you're literally still so reliant on your parents for that, or you're reliant on your partner for right. that because you haven't figured out how to do it on your own because you were literally like your whole childhood, your parents took care of everything yeah you know no exactly yeah i know i think about that a lot oh wait but yeah i wanted to ask you about your experience with my coming out oh um it's interesting because i yeah i too didn't think i mean i just not that i didn't think or thought anything i just didn't think at all <laughs> but i do remember because i was also so young at the time i think i was in like sixth grade mm-hmm. so basically a kid at school came up to me like this little punk and Zoe at the time was posing very risque photos with women like I don't even know it was just you were in college you were going crazy it was funny but basically this kid came up to me he's like your sister is a lesbian like she's gay and I'm like fuck you no she's not like I didn't even know what that meant like 
really I just but the way he said it you knew the way he said it you're oh, like yeah. that must be bad the way he said it I was just like Ugh, you don't say that about my sister and yeah. then I went home to you I was like Zoe some little kid at school said you're gay and you were like oh well, would that be so bad I was like oh I guess not like <laughs> I yep. just didn't know I didn't even think <laughs> um but yeah that's I mean I just didn't think anything of it it wasn't like a big ordeal yeah yeah like, definitely do you feel like it um made you consider like your sexuality a lot more or a lot younger than you would have yeah i do i just i i'm the same way as you at the time where i just like all of high school i just didn't think about romantic anything like nothing no girl no boy no anything i just like was not part of my brain space yeah and it's it's cool cuz i've always had the freedom to like look at my family and my sister everything's always been accepting and whatever but i don't know i i don't think I think it definitely made me question it. I have like journal entries in high school of being like, I don't even want to be married. Does this mean I'm lesbian? Like, <laughs> I would like say all these things. Um, but yeah, no, it definitely made me question it. But did you think that maybe? Because I, I don't know. Like, I still don't know. Like, I don't, I'm definitely into men. Yeah. But I could be bi. I don't know. Like, I've never had that experience. And until I do, then I'll give you an answer if you want one. But like, yeah. Do you, did you ever think that I may be queer? I definitely thought I feel like because I saw the similarities of like not of you just not really caring about boys right. um, and just like wanting to do. Yeah. Like wanting to do YouTube and wanting to do your work and everything. Like, yeah, I think I I thought a little bit. That, yeah, about, yeah, yeah. about that but i feel like I I'd, I'd asked you enough times i was like so what do you think like maybe you could be gay and you're she like, really wanted me too you're like i don't think i am you're like i know that i could be yeah like you, that it'd be okay <laughs> if i was but i don't know if it's in the cards for me yeah no i i know i totally remember <laughs> that i could see you being like a, a specific a very specific woman could like i don't know you could have an experience with one day but i don't see you like i don't know if i see you being in a romantic relationship with yeah a woman i know me neither but That's the only thing. Knows. But who knows? Yeah. You know, never rule it out. <laughs> Another thing I wanted to touch on in our childhood was the whole thing, um, because Zoe struggled as well with an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. I struggled with anorexia um, pretty badly my junior year of high school and then kind of like went into my senior year and then. I feel like when I went to college, it kind of chilled out. I feel like I it take, took like years though to make like a full recovery. And obviously, there's still stuff that like, and I feel like almost every girl has some form of of weird eating patterns. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm finally at a place. Honestly, like going, I went vegan, which I know for some people they use some people with eating disorders to use that as an excuse to not eat and to right. um yeah to have to constrict even more. But for me, when I went vegan, I was like, all right, I'm just putting because it was a control thing my eating disorder so it was like i'm just putting that control on something else so it's like okay if it's vegan i can eat it so even if it's a cupcake and it's like bad for you it's right, like right, i still right. was like okay i, need, I can eat it because it's interesting vegan. okay so it really helped me heal i think um but then yeah and then I, I think obviously like in the industry that i'm in and like we you're it's even crazier for you in ballet obviously but just like being in front of the camera all the time um I feel like I have engaged in a lot of uh, just like restriction leading up to videos or like being like, okay, like I'm just gonna, yeah, I do know that, not eat I've for a that. full week, and right because that's easier than like just living a healthy lifestyle. Like yeah. I'm just gonna not eat, and then like I'll look fire for the video for the video, and then I'll eat like a burger right after. You know, where do you think that stemmed from? Like originally when it first happened in high school. When it first happened in high school, I honestly think it was. I mean, I think subconsciously there's a lot of stuff from mom because I think mom has struggled with eating stuff her whole life. Yeah, honestly. I we don't have think... an almond mom. We have an almond mom. We, we have an almond mom. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I literally was telling my therapist that the other day. I said, oh, yeah, my mom's an almond mom. And she's like, what's that? And I was like, oh, that's TikTok lingo. Whoops. <laughs> it is, yeah. An almond mom, for those not knowing, is basically a mom that's like, oh, you're hungry? Eat an almond. It's like a metaphor, yeah, obviously, yes, yes. for a lot. But we unfortunately did have an almond mom growing up, and it was very much all about appearance. Um, it wasn't like, oh, you can wake up in your Justice jammies and limited to whatever and go to the farmer's market, scruffled, like, messy hair. No, no, no. Like, you had to wear this, mm-hmm. like, her good. her clothing line of, like, chic fur. Uh, like, not fur, but, like, whatever. Yeah, leather yeah. bomber jacket and sequin leggings and... 
like mm-hmm. we always had to look on you I know mean, i definitely am like damn i was the best dressed baby like, <laughs> exactly. like looking back now like, go- like all black I and mean, she was like for me you're like the luna luna era i was but for me it was just like she bought me so many like little black designer clothes or something like when she was living in new york yes and so That's i feel like so i was cute. always in this like like cute black outfits but i was like i just want to wear a monkey shirt from from limited too yes like, same it's all i wanted justice yeah. oh justice. all i wanted but yeah so you think that maybe some of it stemmed yeah i feel like some of it for sure some of it for sure stemmed from just like seeing the way that your mother treats her own body and the way that your mom looks at herself Mm -hmm. like the way that she would pull at her skin or the way that she would restrict eating like that obviously like gets ingrained in your head and i think that a lot of it came from that and then also just feeling like i felt like i always was around my friends like i was felt like that was the chubby one like in a bathing suit and stuff so like thought about that a lot um and then i think when i was yeah like went through puberty and after that like started restricting and like seeing like seeing how i could control like my weight and seeing like the compliments i would get from that and like the attention i would get from that um i yeah like went super hard into that and i think it was very like societal as well yeah you know 100 percent, 100 kind of a mix it's a big mix of both yeah but yeah. yeah, did you experience yeah. that from mom, like with the restricting or like, because we we had no snacks. No. I saw TikTok. It was like POV. You're at a snack household and you don't come from a sn- you guys. I when I would go to my friend's house would be raiding their pantry. The mom would have to like call my mom, and be like, "Hey, like, do you feed your kid?" Like, just because <laughs> we were European, we had never had cheese its or fruit no, roll ups. All nothing, I wanted, we had like maybe that. a meringue. That was literally, you guys, we had two sweet things in our house, like, our whole childhood. It was meringues from Trader Joe's Mm -hmm. and palmiers. Like, I don't want to eat chalk. Like, palmiers. Why would I want that? I'm traumatized by meringues. I don't want one ever again. it's literally air. It's It's just sugar and egg whites. Sugar and air. It's sugar and air. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so we, w- I would go and just, just destroy pantries oh, of my friends. I literally would. There was one neighbor that had the most stocked garage ever like gushers pudding tubes like gummy bears and i would no joke sneak in through their window and go and steal steal sweets from them and then um there was another neighbor that i literally like they had a cookie jar and i remember one time i like went home with literally like five cookies in my pants like i took them from the jar to take them home and like stocked them that's so funny we had sweet tooths yeah for sure yeah so how do you think for you like seeing me go through my eating disorder do you think that affected you and your eating stuff um and body image stuff i know obviously like you were in ballet Mm -hmm. which is rampant with eating disorders and i feel like obviously you had a lot of there was you, you still struggled a lot with body dysmorphia and with eating issues but it could have been almost i don't know i was just like seeing some of your friends like it could have been so much worse yeah um, I don't think, I think I was too young at the time to realize what was going on with you. Like I could obviously yeah. tell, but it was just, I mean, it almost seemed normal to me just because it wasn't out of the blue. Like, I feel like mom has always had those tendencies as well. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think, I think it was ballet that like led all that up, societal yeah. stuff as yeah. well. And then, yeah, I don't think necessarily, but it has been hard sometimes. Like, I feel like mom does compare me a lot to you mm-hmm, i remember like mm-hmm. when you kind of lost a lot of weight it was like wow look at zoe she looks am- <sighs> look at her legs looks amazing like she would say stuff like that and that affected me yeah but like you yeah. you've always been supportive and all of that like it's never been th- in that way yeah no yeah no i don't i totally feel that mom mom for sure like compares our bodies a lot a lot a yeah. lot yeah a lot because we are i mean we're almost like are you five seven or five eight Five eight. Five eight. Yeah, you're so you're taller than me, but we have similar some similarities in our body types. We do. Like we have the same boobs. Kind <sighs> I mean, of. not really. Mine are way smaller. What? What? <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> really? I have way smaller boobs than you. Huh. I wish. Are you kidding? You stole them. Well for uh, the fam. <laughs> you genetically all, all stole the milk. It was, it was the all the soy milk. They, they randomly came out like sophomore year of college, like so late. Yeah. I didn't okay, so have maybe I've time. That. No, I, I guess I'd be graduating college. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit. But I'm um, out of luck. Uh, oh, man. But yeah, okay, so but ballet. Definitely. I remember, I mean, should we talk about like when you shot that video? 
my momager moment. Oh, Zoe, Zoe's momager moment. She honestly, I owe my whole career to Zoe. <laughs> I was crying in bed alone. My mom was in Indonesia because she would leave for like months on end to work. So high school, I would like take care of myself in this apartment. Which, and by the way, she, they literally the only reason they were in that apartment is because Luna applied for it when she was literally sixteen. Like my mom was away in Jakarta working. You were staying at a family friend's, mm-hmm. and you literally applied for an apartment. You went through the whole entire application process. I did. I hacked her bank accounts. I changed every password. I dug in files to find her tax returns. Like I did all of that. It's insane. It's crazy. I remember being in English class, like having a folder with everything, doing it, typing on my computer. I v- vividly remember the time. And I would go, I went and viewed the apartment. They, they were not expecting this girl to show up. And I was just like this little girl. And they're like, okay. Like, I'm like, oh, we're not going to get it. Like, now. where's your mom? <laughs> yeah. But, um, what was I saying? But oh, so you guys, you were in that apartment. You were doing Nutcracker, I think. And you oh, yes, yes, yes. Were okay, crying. so I was doing Nutcracker. I had a really rough dress rehearsal. I felt fat. I was just really struggling with my body at the time. And I called Zoe because I mean, I was just like alone crying. And I called her and she was just like, Luna, hang up the phone right now. You're going to pick up your camera <laughs> and you're going to just tell the camera what's going on and journal, like almost like journal it. Yep. And you're going to upload it to YouTube. Yeah. And yeah. that's what sparked my YouTube because, I mean, it didn't spark my YouTube. I had already been doing it yeah. at the time. But, but that thing went viral. It went, went viral. viral yeah. It was like, okay, that's my that's my message now. That like, The amount Body of response image. that I got from that, how it helped me at the time. Like, best advice you've ever given me, maybe. But like, <laughs> it was so good for me. So that was that was always yep. momager moment. You've always been a momager, though, yeah, I to have. me. I have. I just knew I was like, that is literally the most, what you're saying to me right now is so damn relatable like there are going to be a million girls that that relate to exactly what you're saying so literally be that voice yeah and do it thank god thank but, god yeah but what, what back to almond mom back oh, to oh. back to almond mom or what are our last god i mean now we're just shitting on mom i love my mom she has so many things that have led her up to here like i don't blame her because like yeah. seeing her relationship with her mom and things like oh my god she just... she knows what she's done and she works on it and she ignores like she'll sit here right now with us probably and like talk mm-hmm. about it and yeah. i hope that maybe we can have an episode like that yeah um because you know i do understand as a mom to look at your kid struggling i'm coming home scre- like crying because my thighs are too big for ballet or my my foot arch oh my foot arch isn't good enough okay let's buy her foot arch stretcher oh my thighs aren't okay let's go on a juice cleanse like she she just wanted to in her eyes that was helping me succeed do you mm-hmm. know what i mean and that was helping my goal but obviously if you're you got common sense it's like oh, <laughs> that's not the, the response that you yeah. should be giving your kid because like in seventh grade when it first started for me i'd come home from ballet i was so little and I'd be like, mom, I'm fat. My thighs, I journal, whatever. And she'd be like, okay, let's go to the gym. So we'd go to the gym for the rest of the day after my long day of dance. And like, she'd be like, oh, okay, I have an avocado. We can eat it for dinner. Like it was Ugh. crazy. And then it's like, when she left those months in, um, when she went to Indonesia, I remember one time, which is like really bad. She wrote on these post-its and put it in the pantry on every snack. And this it said, insane. stay strong. It literally said, stay strong on them like that's the most wild like that's one where it's like when i told people that they're like what yeah no it's like not really funny (laughs) (laughs) but like and and you know we we talk about it now and i'm like not don't come for my mom like yeah she you guys have has when i like meeting my mom's mom like our grandma mm -hmm. was really really messed up to her like in a lot of ways And, and so when i see my mom and when I like compare it, I'm like, damn, my mom's a saint compared to yeah, my grandma. I so, know. You know, every generation heals a little bit of gener- generational trauma and yeah. gets a little better. And, like, and I we know will. That we'll be better yeah. with our kids. But there's always going to be it's it's hard. You can't go from like being raised a certain way and like completely. How do you let go of all that? I you know, know. I know. Yeah, it's hard. It is really hard. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like that's. That's the majority of who we are. Obviously, Zoe's going to be on many more podcast episodes, but yes. I'm so happy that you were here and and like went through all that. I do want to ask you some questions, though, that were sent in from fans. Yes. So we're going to get into that to finish off. Amazing. Um, Wait, I also have questions for you. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Are they deep? Uh-huh. I came prepared. <laughs> I guess. Maybe let's do those now, <laughs> start with that? Let's start those questions. <laughs> oh, okay. So I know we started out with talking about um our childhoods being different have you ever resented me for having a more idyllic childhood or just having longer of a childhood um no I don't know if resent would be the right word like I remember when I was younger I was 
in my head immaturely i'm like well zoe got to get a laptop and zoe got to get like whatever all this stuff bought for her like why can i have that you know and i think maybe at that time i did Mm -hmm. um but it's it's interesting because you and dad related so much growing up on everything because you did the same hobbies and like i totally get that you know so like you guys were very bonded and then me and my mom kind of had to be bonded because of what happened with us um but i don't i don't resent it because i think if you went through what i did and if i went through what you did like we wouldn't have the relationship that we have right now and like totally that's why you're such a stable person in my life is that you had that and you also know exactly how i was raised and and like what happened and i feel like you can protect me and you know me more than anyone because of all that Mm -hmm. shit that happened you know so i don't think i resent you for it yeah and i think what we had like those 13 years that we did have like was was so great you know oh that's good to know yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't hate you that's good to know yeah i think it was those those years where it was you and mom kind of you know even though i i would always like just want to side with you i like was felt weirdly like protective over my dad too and i like didn't want to see like yeah that was the one i didn't want to see the bad stuff that he was doing i know like I because me and him were were so so bonded we had all the same all the same hobbies and just like yeah spent so much time together so um yeah I feel like that was difficult I like a lot of the times I would discount Luna's experience and I'd be like well you just feel that way because mom is right you're you're carrying mom's pain that's the only thing yeah you're like but not realizing like you have your own pain surrounding that situation yeah but it, it, you, know? you came into that understanding yeah you did like I remember that at the beginning yeah it was weird it was almost like you and dad against me and mom yes, you know yes um yeah but you came to that understanding i totally get it too you know yeah it's just it's interesting family stuff's so yeah. weird divorce stuff is so divorce weird. sucks like, and like having our to parents don't talk yeah, our parents they don't, don't talk. talk do not talk they uh, hate each other like there was you guys they still don't like during covid i feel like there was a glitch in the system where there was like one month mm-hmm. where mom and dad were okay being in the same room it was crazy it was one month out of nowhere it would kind of we had this one month no honestly one month and my dad came down like visited and cooked for our family slept on the couch i was just like it was a normal conversation i was me we were all stunned like stunned i felt weird i felt like a fam i felt weird i remember we played we're not really strangers and there was like seven questions What? <laughs> I was like, what's your like biggest mistake in relationship or something? And my dad like picked that one. And then he was like, I don't know. And my mom's like, <sighs> oh like, my walking God. away. Like we should not have played that. That was really Oh Lord. But um, yeah, no, they don't they do not talk. They at don't. All. I and wonder they... if they ever will. I think about that. Like our wedding. Like what like what's gonna go on there? I think by that time they're gonna be okay being in the same space, hopefully. They'll be in the same space, but they're never gonna be like cordial. Yeah. Like, I mean they'll be cordial. They just won't be friendly like yeah. that. Like my graduation, they both were there and literally just didn't. We were sitting at a table, only like five of us, and they did not talk to each other. Oh, God. It's just like so stupid to yeah. me. I get it. I totally get it. You know, but. You have three kids together. Come three, on. Like, come on. I, I don't know. Sometimes I look at divor- like divorced parents that do it right. And I'm just like, wow. Yeah. The amount of stuff that they could have saved us from. Uh-huh. With what? Because even they, they should talk each other every day. Like yes, every day to me. Every day. Both of them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how does that make you? It's like, it's not going to make us feel good because we're half each of them like yeah by blood exactly so when you're so talking like, shit about yeah if i'm hearing like bad things about either of them i'm yeah. like well am i bad and it's like oh you remind yeah. me of your dad right now or like you have your dad's nose i'm like oh well oh, you clearly my god yeah, yeah. <laughs> i my mo- mom just looks at me and sees dad in, in so many ways i know she does like there's some things i'll do i think that just she's like instantly like yeah like, i well, know you're just, she's just triggered your dad like <laughs> but okay my other question for you is what was the first time you really thought like i can do this and i can make youtube my career oh um i don't even know i think yeah just around that time that i filmed that first video that was like you know i started making money off of it and then a management reached out to me that i'm still with now um and i met up with people i was going to these events and i was just like whoa like this is so fun and cool and i'd love to do it and i'm like making good living off of it like and i'm good at it you know and i think that just that time and then the ballet whole ballet niche was just so it at the time and i think just around that time i realized like you know at least for now it's it's fun and like i'm not going to go to college and and, or go be a professional ballet dancer and give up this world that i'm already in now like it's it's fun for me and it's good for me and i like you know and you make an amazing living yeah exactly um and then last question when was the first time you felt like 
that you can remember like oh shit i'm on my i have to take care of myself like no one else is gonna do this for me like i'm on my own here oh my god that's a deep question (laughs) um i don't know when i first felt that like i think my first instinct or first feeling of okay i'm independent in this world and like i need to just be on my shit and like i kind of close myself in capricorn energy i could be alone forever in a ranch and be okay like i first felt that when we moved to new york Mm -hmm. for sure and i was Mm -hmm. like 13 riding the subway alone and then i was in charge of the groceries for the day so i had to go to trader joe's carry all these bags to the subway back all the way home for an hour um and i'd like treat myself i'd go to dunkin donuts and get like a donut secretly or like just like i I lived like a little world of like a movie like that no one else lived you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. at such a young age um so i think in that time and then that that was obviously when mom and dad were the worst dad yeah yeah that was when dad didn't talk to me that was when my mom was a mess and she worked like downstairs in the kitchen of restaurant restaurant yeah um yeah yeah i feel like that was the time um okay actually really last question okay um do you think me being gay and you being straight has affected um like your ability to get advice from me on certain things yeah (laughs) yeah okay we we're gonna talk about this we have to do a whole nother episode on just that but i do think sometimes from you it's hard because i talk to you and you just you're you hate men you know so it's like (laughs) you have already in your head made the storyline up of like they are gonna always cheat and they are never gonna be faithful and they're immature and like you just like that's what you think because we've never had a good male yeah. figure it's I just like either all the all the close men in my life have cheated and that's totally where that comes from i'm just like oh well they're all just like animal and they all just like have to get what they want yeah. and yeah yeah i feel like i definitely yeah it's just shaped shaped by the that by the people that i am around yeah a hundred percent but yeah. I, get, I get that but I, I yeah i do i think at the end of the day like emotions are emotions and relationships are all common in a way of like what you need to work on for yourself or this or that so it's not like you know we can't talk about it at all but i yeah. do think that yeah. sometimes i feel that judgment yeah. from you oh, i'm sorry that's okay <laughs> <laughs> i'll be better no honestly i don't blame you <laughs> i'm just so like yeah no i say the wrong thing sometimes yeah <laughs> I know, but I'm like shit. Your relationship, girl on girl. Whoa, a lot uh, of emotions a, a there. A lot of emotions. A lot. A lot of emotions. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> okay, I have questions for you to finish this up. Amazing. Do you guys talk about your sex lives and give advice to each other? I feel like we don't really go into extreme detail. We don't. No. I feel like sometimes. I feel like at the beginning of when you were sexually active, I feel like you would tell me more stuff. Like you gave me my first vibrator. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I did. <laughs> yeah, uh, she did. <gasps> yeah yep but uh, yeah i think now like sometimes i'll hear you talk about it and i'm like ah i have to leave the room like i don't know if i'd want to know my sister in these situations (laughs) you know yeah it's kind of disturbing to think about family members we're on like the surface level of it yeah yeah which is like fine yeah we don't really need to talk about it yeah we talk about like health stuff too like if there's like ever a health concern i don't know yeah 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 yeah. exactly but i feel like we don't go into like he called me this or whatever (laughs) um Okay, if you could have one of my personality traits, which would you choose? Ooh, I think I would choose, I think your ability to, when you're in a group of people or like if you're sitting at a dinner table and you're not feeling it, like, or if you're sat next to somebody that's kind of like a black hole energy, like you will still always elevate the the vibe. Really? Like you're always going to like bring it up you're like you go with whoever's sitting next to you i'm such a mirror i'm like if i have a black hole next to me i will literally like just shut down (laughs) i have to explain this game to you guys there's like black holes in the dinner there's a mirror there's a fiddlestick there's i'll explain it one episode but i get what you're saying yeah like i'm I'm such a mirror but i think i would i think it is a lot of work but i i wish sometimes i think it'd be easier if i was i do feel like you're like that though like genuinely me and me me and my sister are so similar we both are such people pleasers we're active mm-hmm. listeners and I, I was actually wondering like who if you're listening to this if you actually don't know which one is which because yeah, our voices are so similar and our mannerisms and the way that we talk like i guess i was talking to my friend last night 
or Andrea, who yeah, knows you, yeah. and she, I said something. She's like, "Whoa, that was Zoe!" Like, the, no. the, people always think <laughs> yeah, they that. do. They say that about me too. They're like, yeah. "Wait, that was that was really that Luna. was Luna." Yeah, yeah, no, that's so true. It's interesting. Um, but we're both very much very like that. People I wonder where that we but can I, go into that too. I, yeah, like, I mean, we're out of time. So many but, things, but um, but I was gonna say. Yeah, no, I think that you always, always are going to, like, elevate the vibes. And also the other thing I would want to choose is uh, you're very business-minded, naturally. Not in a way – I don't think you even think about it. I, think I it just, don't think that. I think it comes naturally. I think naturally. you're way more business-minded no, than I'm I. No, I'm not. I'm not business-minded, you guys. I'm literally just, like, I, I just want to – as long as I can, like, make my – art and live i don't yeah. i'm never thinking about like investing or money i'm okay, like, like mon- i'm like monetizing i'm like dad with money yeah and dad just throws his money away on whatever he wants to and that's how i am yeah 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 like it's never but like you're things, happier but it's always <laughs> no i am really happy i am very happy it should be that way yeah. you know yeah but i i, I wish i could saying. have more security like to monetize what you do yeah it's like i do that better i guess you're saying yes okay. yes interesting and just like secure like building more security around you and stuff okay yeah one last very important question. Yes. It's a really serious one. Um, do you like me blonde or redhead better? You know what? I'm going to say I like the redhead better right now. <gasps> yeah. Wow. I think blonde is the is obviously blonde's you. Yeah. It's like natural Luna. So I'm, I think it'll come back. Yeah. And I love blonde Luna. But I think at this current period in your life, red is so, so suited to you. It's like adds this fun edge to everything. It's like mature in a cool way. I feel like it suits the style that you're kind of doing right now with your clothes. Like, I love it. Yeah. And it looks so natural on you. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, that's our answer, guys. <laughs> um, Zoe, thank you so much for being my first podcast guest. You guys, I had so much fun. I just can't wait for this journey. It's going to be literally, I just know it's going to be my outlet. I'm, I-, I could talk for hours. Same. I could sit here right Same. now. Like, I'm looking down at this. I'm like, there's no way that... <sighs> an hour has gone by like that's no. insane no there's no, no way. way there's no way so you guys be better be be ready to listen to me talk because i will talk your ear off um but yeah guys i'll see you next week for our next episode thank you zoe her ep just came out falling in f- falling out falling out falling in falling out falling out falling in um i'm in the music video for crazy x yes. you guys have to go watch it she kills um, it and Yeah, I love you so much, sis. Thank you for being on the podcast. I love you so, so much. All right, I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.